Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2357. Today we're talking about cars, cars that are lemons, but not exactly what you may think that means. You'll understand in just a moment. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in uh, Sacramento, California, where it's a little warm, with a very special guest by the name of Alan Galbraith. Alan, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? It is in gear. Let's drop the clutch and hammer the throttle. Absolutely. Now, uh, considering it's a little warm today where you are there in Sacramento, but, uh, you know, you're the kind of guy that takes lemons and turns them into lemonade. And uh, you listeners will understand that in a moment. But before we get into the details of what you're doing, which just brings a smile to my face, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Alan? Well, I set and held for quite some time the world's lowest land speed record. Well, now, lowest land. Okay. And I got to ask the question. Lowest and slowest. What? what? Yes. How'd you do that? <laughs> so if you look down, you know, you look at the list of all the land speed records, there's, you know, Thrust SSC, you know, that team up at top that went, you know, supersonic on, on land and you know, you go down the list and the speeds get lower and lower and lower and down at the very bottom for quite some time was the name Team Galbraith Racing at about 31 miles an hour. <laughs> okay. I, I still kind of have a question in my head. Why? <laughs> well, why not? That's the, uh, oh. that's the, the, the main answer. So what, what happened was uh, some time ago, some friends were headed out to Bonneville to run, um, run a motorcycle. And uh, they said, hey, everybody come along and, you know, and help us out and watch and all that. And, and my father, I went to him. He's an old hot rodder, was an old hot rodder. And I said, hey, dad, let's go out to Bonneville and, and watch these guys race a motorcycle. And he got a kind of a twinkle in his eye and said, why should we watch when we can go race? And I went, <laughs> oh, man, that's a great idea, right? That's that's terrible. Let's do it. <laughs> I went and got a rule book and started flipping through the rule book, kind of thinking what we could do. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of a motor motorcycle and car guy. And I looked down the rule book and down at the very bottom was a was a record for 50 cc sidecar. Mm. And at the time I had a YSR 50 oh. and I was looking at that bike and looking at the record and the record was like 30 miles an hour. And I went, well, shoot, I know <laughs> I that YSR does, you know, 30. yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I can right? do 31. <laughs> so, right. So, uh, so he and I got together we said, you know, it's better to race than watch. And we, we built a sidecar for it and took it out on the salt and, uh, ran it out there and went 31 miles an hour and broke the record. And for quite some time had the, had the world's slowest land speed record until somebody else saw that and went, Hey, I can go 32 miles an hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's always <laughs> and, that guy. And went, broke that. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. So, uh, so we had, 
we had a ball doing it. We, uh, you know, we, we giggled like schoolgirls all the way home thinking we, you know, stolen something essentially, which we hadn't, we, we went and competed just like everybody else. Sure. And, you know, you, there's all kinds of challenges to land speed racing, but at, at 31 miles an hour, those challenges are a little bit easier to solve. So, Oh my gosh. Wow. That brings back some fun smiles. I had a Honda trail 70. My parents bought my sister one and bought me one. We used to go camping down in Baja, California and ride those things up and down the beach. And, um, I'm trying to think back how fast that would go i mean it felt like you know a kid going super fast but uh 50 cc yeah a little harder yeah yeah (laughs) oh my gosh well that makes sense for what we're going to talk about today so let me introduce you alan uh, galberth is the founder of concord de lemons where they celebrate the oddball the mundane and truly awful of the entire automotive world you'll find his events embedded around well-known concourse nationwide including amelia island monterey car week which is coming up and other more formal automotive gatherings raised in a hot rod loving motorsports family as he mentioned alan retired from the television and music business to purchase the bulletproof series of hot rod events a longtime concord elegance attendee he soon used his newly earned car show organizational skills to start a humorous approach to the concord world and so concord de lemons was born, highlighting a worldwide series of car shows that highlights the worst of the automotive world in a very fun and humorous way. We'll be back in just a moment to have another uh, sip of lemonade here, but first a word from our sponsors, so give them a little love, and we'll be right back. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up, way up, but my usage was the same, and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collector's Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collector's Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. So, Alan, we are back. So, Concord de Lemons, I've been to your events. I mean, they're just a hoot. And it starts at the beginning, procuring judges. And I was very proud to be asked to be a judge last year, which I couldn't do. And this year, um, Tim Sutterd, who introduced me to you. Thank you, Tim, uh, who's been a guest on the show several times here, came back and invited me again. And this year, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry to say, but my daughter's decided 
under very poor planning that she's going to have a baby during car week. And then my niece is getting married on Pebble Beach weekend. So after 31 years, I'm going to miss car week, which I'm kind of bummed about, but I'm happy to welcome my new granddaughter into the world. Let's talk about where did this idea come from? Because you guys are just full of fun and creativity. Well, it, the genesis of it all was is basically because I'm a snarky jerk is what it comes <laughs> okay. down to. All right. Yeah, and I I started attending the Pebble Beach Concours kind of at the same time you did back in the in the late '80s, early '90s, and I I walked out onto the green the very first time, and I was looking around, and I noticed there was a back way in that wasn't guarded, and I went, huh. I could get a Pinto station wagon out here and leave it before anybody could stop me, right? (laughs) And that was just kind of a a joke, I thought, in the back of my head. And over the years, that kind of sat back there. And at at some point, you know, I I had uh, retired out of the the, uh, entertainment business and started doing car shows. And, you know, I thought about that one year at Pebble. I'm like, oh, I know how to put on car shows now. Hey, that idea I had way back when about kind of doing a send up of the whole Concours world and featuring terrible cars instead of great cars. <laughs> I can do that now. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, no one stopped me. So I, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was it was kind of an instant hit. Um, it was a little a little more than I had expected and pretty quickly found it was a lot more than I was intending. I was I was thinking it was just kind of a funny joke to do, you know, kind of a play on the whole Concord world. And what we very quickly found was that it was giving a home to owners and cars that didn't have a home anyplace else. And that these folks are just as passionate about their cars as the person with a Delahaye on the on the lawn at Pebble Beach, if not more so. And Along the way, it also brought some smiles and there were opportunities for jokes and fun, making fun of the cars, making fun of yourself. We, we kind of joke around and say, oh, gee, a Pinto is a terrible car. Well, it's really not. It is, but it's not, right? Yeah. Um, it's something that you can have as much fun with. You know, you don't have to be a, a millionaire or a billionaire in order to, you know, show your car, be proud of it, have a good time with it, share it with others. And along the way, share some smiles and laughs. We found that was something that was missing from the rest of the Concord world. And we we play that up as much as we can. Well, let's, let's squeeze the lemon a little harder here and have you talk about some ways you do that. Because you guys are so creative in the ways you do this. And when I was, when I was approached to be a judge for this, uh, some of the fun things that were mentioned, well, I'll let you talk about them. Because they just brought a super big smile to my face. It is such a a switchover. And it's it's really... Poking a little fun, but at the same time having a lot of fun at maybe the staunchiness of Concord events, because sometimes they can be a little stuffy, but we all love them. And I know you love them as well. But what are some of the fun things you do at this event that make it the opposite of the normal Concord Elegance? Yeah, well, you mentioned, you know, some, some of these concours can get kind of serious, you know, and, and some of them are fairly important and, and rightfully so, you know, you've got, you know, some that, you know, they're the top car shows in the world. And if your car does well there, boy, it can mean a lot to the value of the car or your restoration business or, you know, just a, a personal satisfaction. 
And we we kind of try to do away with all of that at Lemons to where the awards are intentionally terrible. You can bribe the judges. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we encourage that. Yeah. Um, the classes are the awards that we give out are things for like most dangerous and best back seat. And we divide the cars <laughs> up into country of origin, like um, soul sucking Japanese appliance and Rust Belt American junk, and you know their self satisfied Krautenwagen for the. <laughs> <laughs> for the German cars. We have we have fun with it. So, yeah, yeah. you know, right off the top, if you're signing up for this show, you're not taking yourself or your car too seriously, right? And they don't even have to be terrible cars. You know, we like to say we like very good examples of bad cars and bad examples of good cars, mm-hmm. right? So, and honestly, if you have a fantastic car and you're willing to make fun of it, you're welcome at the show. You know, people have, have walked through the show and say, hey, there's a Ferrari 288 GTO sitting there. You know, that's a multi-million dollar car. What's it doing at the Concorde Le Mans in the needlessly complex Italian class? It's like, <laughs> well, you just said it. It's needlessly complex. That car, I mean, you've got to change out the fuel tank bladders on it every couple of years, whether you drive it or not. Yeah. I've got a Toyota that I don't need to do that. And it works just fine. Right. Exactly. There's always something about a car that, that, you know, you can poke a little fun at, whether it's a, you know, a $500 car or a multi-million dollar car doesn't matter. And if you're willing to, you know, have that fun with us and share that with folks, you're more than welcome at our show. So for people, typically when they go to a Concours event, it's quite a pricey ticket. For your event, what do they need to bring? A lemon? Like a lemon to put in a basket? <laughs> <laughs> Our events are free. We like to do that because that way we say we uh, you get what you pay for and perhaps a little less. <laughs> um, and it's it's kind of uh, in keeping with the antidote to, you know, some of these higher end events that can get you know, very pricey. If you can even get a ticket, you know, there's some that have lotteries for their very expensive tickets. And then they trade on the aftermarket for, you know, multiple times their original sale price. Ours are free, right? That way you can come by, you can enjoy for as long as you want. You, You know, you're not compelled to stay there because, you paid all this money and boy, I have to enjoy it. You know, you kind of set your own time schedule. You set how much how much fun you want to have for, for nothing, right? We do charge a little bit for participants to bring their cars um, because we found that a whole bunch of people would sign up and then only a few would show up. But if you pay just a little bit, yeah. boy, you're motivated to get there. We give you give you back more, you know, than than the the value of what you paid in swag and fun, and people are happy to do it. So there is a small fee to participate, but it's it's very small. So this year, the upcoming uh, car week is always in August here. What day is your event and where is it going to be held? We are on Saturday, August 19th, uh, which is the day before the Pebble Beach Concours, uh, which is the, the culmination of Car Week. We are from 8 a.m. to 1.30 p.m.-ish. It's not a, a shuttle launch or a rocket launch, so the, so the schedule is a little bit fluid. Um, you know, we, we keep it short because, uh, you know, we know everybody else has better things to do on that day and so do we. So, uh, we, uh, we keep it a little short and we kind of, you know, get the, the award ceremony going once we, you know, have wrangled all the judges and the award, the, uh, award slips back to us and, uh, have figured out what we're going to say. We, you know, it's, it's time to do it when there's a good crowd. Um, and we are at the Seaside City Hall, which is at 440 Harcourt Avenue. If you're familiar with Monterey and Seaside at all, it is just down the street from the Embassy Suites. 
um, which is a kind of a big landmark. It's hard hard to miss. If you uh, head down uh, Canyon Del Rey Boulevard towards uh, Laguna Seca from Embassy Suites, you will see us uh, right on the lawn at Seaside City Hall. Yeah, very good. I love it. So when you think back to all the events that you've done, can you maybe share one or two of maybe the, we'll call the most unique entrance into the Concours de Le Mans? Oh my gosh, where to start? I, you know, I kind of pride myself on being a, you know, an aficionado of, of cars and makes and models and all this. I'm, I'm a docent at a couple of concours. I judge at other concours, but yet every year at the Concours de Le Mans, something shows up I've never heard of before and probably never want to see again. Our very first worst of show was a vehicle called the KV Mini One. And this is a micro car. Um, it's a, it was a French sans permis car, which means no permit. It was legally not a vehicle. <laughs> it wasn't a car. So you didn't need a license for it. And it is just a, a god-awful little car. It looks like it was made with a sheet metal brake. There's not a compound curve on the thing. It's about the size of a large go-kart. It has a proprietary 125 cc two-stroke motor and the rear wheels are driven by by a friction wheel there's a, a chain that goes to this what is actually a a uh, like a a mill grinding stone that sits on the rear wheel that that drives it it's just a terrible car <laughs> <laughs> and legally not a car um but that was our first worst of show They've gone downhill from there. Um, it's, you know, there's always something terrible that somebody brings. You know, we've probably had the, the best example of a Ford Pinto ever as one of our worst of shows. And a phrase that you'll hear no place else is over-restored Ford Pinto. We've had, oh gosh, what else? We've had a, um, a Cadillac Cimarron with a gold package on it that was just absolutely pristine. It was terrible. <laughs> Jeff Lane from the from the Lane Motor Museum always brings something that's, you know, out of this world. He's brought Tatras. He's brought one-off homemade cars that he's collected. If you're not familiar with the Lane Museum, go look that up. It's quite a collection of oddball cars. Yeah, Jeff's been a guest here on the show, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so it's, there's always something, always something ridiculous, always something fun. You know, like I said, you're going to see really good examples of some terrible cars. You're going to see absolutely horrible examples of good cars, you know, that you didn't know could get into that state. But the, the key to it is the, the owners are, are happy to share them and happy to have a good time and, and hope you enjoy them as well. Well, it's all about having a good time. And, you know, I'm going to mix up some of my normal questions here that uh, kind of tie them to your event. I like to talk about uh, mentors or inspirational people, or in this case, maybe inspiring cars that have shown up at Concorde Lemons. Is there one? I mean, you just mentioned a wild one, but is there one that you think back in the last few years that you've just been... In a way, boy, that's inspiring. Inspiring cars. Wow. <laughs> Inspired to, to maybe walk instead of try to drive, I think is. <laughs> well, there's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> More the case. Um, you know, I'm, I mentioned the, the words over-restored Ford Pinto. And uh, there was a gentleman who brought a Pinto Squire station wagon to our uh, event in Greenwich a while back. And it was perfectly restored. And wow. I mean, just better than showroom new. And he was as proud as a peach of this car. 
And every, I walked up to him and I, you know, shook his hand and said, thank you for bringing this. And then the first word out of my mouth was why? Yes. Right? And he goes, yeah, I get that a lot. You know, and, you know, just looking at the, at the restoration job and talking about, talking to him about what he did to source some of the parts. I'm like, you've got to have tens of thousands of dollars into this car and way beyond what the car is ever going to be worth. Right. Yeah. And he says, yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, why? why? He goes, well, I love the car. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah. 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 I love it. And I just, I wanted to have one of the best ones and if not the best one, and I wanted it to be perfect. I mean, down to the point where he, you know, replicated some of the under hood stickers that are no longer available, oh you know, factory fresh. Wow. Look, yeah, and just just spectacular restoration. I mean, a lot of a lot of folks at Pebble Beach could have learned a lot from this guy, but it was out of absolutely no hope for any sort of financial gain. It was not out of any sort of hope for, you know, car show glory. He just kind of did it for himself and for the car and thought that this was, you know, a, a not significant car because, you know, the world didn't change when Ford brought the Pinto out. But it was a car that was in a lot of people's lives. Right. And, you know, people walked up and goes, oh, I remember my, you know, my parents had one of these or I had one in college and to see one such, you know, so, so lovingly done. Right. Right. Was was somewhat inspirational. And to the point that I was talking with uh, Ed Wilburn, former yeah. you know, global design head for GM. Oh, yeah. And he said, you know, I was, I was having dinner with him that night. And he said, that's the car that should be on the lawn at all these major concours. Right. Because that that passion for it, that that, you know, willingness to to create art with no no possible upside, right? Is right. is what what this hobby should really be celebrating, and I agreed with him one hundred percent. Well, it's yeah. What comes to mind here is that uh, a lot of times high end events, which are spectacular, and they you, they show you cars you've never seen and millions of dollars spent. However, uh, for the average person, sometimes they can feel a little bit like an outsider and say, "I'll never." be able to do that. I mean, that, that's just way beyond my means, uh, my reach. But in a fun way, you've brought uh, a commonality and uh, a uniqueness and a fun way to look at this, not to to look down on fancy, big, expensive cars, but to realize that there's a lot of people that are just so passionate about their cars, but they're not really super special cars, but it doesn't mean that their passion is not as important. And that's what something, yeah, something, exactly. something like the Pinto Squire uh, wagon brings along. Uh, along. And, and I always tell people, if you think you can't participate in a Concorde, there's all these cars and coffees these days. And you can show up with almost anything. And I've got a friend who's just finished restoring a Panart. And mm -hmm. most people, when he goes to a Cars and Coffee, he'll park next to a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. And everyone comes to his car because they're like, what is this thing? And his car would be great for a Concorde de Lemons. Yeah, be awesome. Yeah, and yeah. even even things like you know, not even in restoration, but you know, uh, at another show, uh, a couple of you know high school buddies had gotten together, and uh, it was their senior year, and they all pitched in a couple hundred dollars, and they bought an old school bus, a small little school bus, and were in the process of outfitting it with bunk beds for camping, and they said this is the only thing we could afford, and we want to fit you know a bunch of bunch of our friends in it, and our you know, after we graduate high school, we're going to take this and tour around and do stupid things, right? We're just going to go drive places and see what kind of trouble we can get into. And I went, you know what? 
you're going to remember this for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. And it it centers around this bus, but it's not about the bus, right? And for you know a couple hundred dollars of investment and some bad ideas, they're going to have more fun than they're ever going to have, right? <laughs> so we'd like to celebrate those things as well. Yeah, for these cars, they're really about the memories for sure. You know, obviously putting on an event like this has maybe a few challenges tied to it. Now, staying on the fun theme and not getting too serious here, uh, what's the biggest challenge you faced with running the Concordia Lemons? You know, it's being taken seriously, basically, because, you know, it, on the outside, it is, it's happy, fun, goofy you know, hey, you know, our, our, you know, we're making fun of the cars and it's a joke and we give out cheap trophies that, you know, we find at the thrift store and all this. And, you know, people look at that and go, oh, it's, it's fun. It's like, no, this is, we're, we're serious about it, right? It's, uh, it's, we're not goofing around. Uh, we are, we, we make it, we work really hard to make sure it looks like nobody's working hard at all at the, at the event, right? Um, and it's, it's, you know, trying to pitch this, to some people, you know, and some other events to partner with, they're like, oh, no, we, we'd never allow something like that to happen near our event. It's like, uh, you don't get it, right? <laughs> and that's, uh, that's, that's been a challenge uh, to the point where I've, I've approached some other, you know, high-end Concours organizers and said, hey, we should do lemons, you know, at, at your show, right? The day before or something like that. And they've gone like, oh, no, I think downtown would be good for you. And I'm like, no, you know, we should do it on the golf course. And they're like, no downtown yeah, right it's like yeah. okay you you don't get it so that's been a challenge conversely there's been some folks that get it 100 and says oh yeah we we, we got to have that in our life right <laughs> let's 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 bring it on so it's uh you know you you can you can tell what kind of person <laughs> they are by whether they get it or not right right yeah exactly yeah you need to have uh have an appreciation and a certain attitude. And you guys certainly keep all of those in perspective, which is is wonderful. Now, I want to crawl into your skull a little bit here because, I mean, what you're doing and the fun and the snarkiness, as you mentioned, uh, is really delightful. I'm a bit of a car psychologist. And if you were reincarnated, manifest as a vehicle, what would you be? But more importantly, why? Oh, geez. What what car would I be? Yeah, um, yeah. Just my 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 physical presence because i'm a i'm i'm a freakishly large person i'm <laughs> six foot seven two hundred and fifty pounds and uh um you know kind of kind of a kind of a big guy uh which has actually kept me from buying some cars i don't fit in which has uh, been a positive in my life actually <laughs> but i think if i were if i were a car i'd probably be some sort of mercedes amg you know kind of big muscle car you know in your face kind of you know fast and fast and dumb <laughs> Big, strong, and dumb, right? Um, and uh, you know, not not any real purpose other than just you know, put, putting a smile on your face and doing stuff in a kind of an over-the-top fashion. <laughs> well, I like that. Nice way to answer that. Are there any philanthropic uh, entities tied to Concord de Lemons? Because so many of these Concord events do raise some money for some worthy causes. Is there one that you're tied to? We uh, bring in wherever we can any sort of educational project at uh, the Pebble Beach Concord for the past couple of years. We've had the uh, Monterey uh, 
Peninsula Community College Automotive Program mm. um, on board with us to the point where this year they they called and said, "Hey, we're we're booked up. We've we can't accept any more students, so we're not going to come out." And I'm like, "Well, hey, awesome. We did good, right? We got you got you people that are you know want to work in the in the automotive industry and repair and restoration. So we partner with uh with you know folks like that that are doing doing something to to you know bring more people um to the hobby and any sort of educational thing that relates to that we're we're happy to support ah very nice i love it now we like to talk about great reading books here on cars yeah so i always ask my guests to share a great book and I, I'll have you do that, but first I want to give you an idea for one that comes to mind. I've had a, when you talk about snarky, I've had a wonderful guest on my show several times, the author, Bert Levy, who's uh, responsible for the Last Open Road series of books. And he has a book called The Pot Side Companion, which is designed to keep in your bathroom. I think that makes a great book for the Concord, the Lemons, but is, <laughs> is, I had to mention that, but is there a book that you'd like to share that you've uh, maybe learned a little from? You know, it's it. It's a book. I, I'd have to say that I, I recently read. It is very tenuously car related um, because it tells the story of the Kadori family. Mm. And if anybody is uh, familiar with that name, uh, it pertains to Sir Michael Kadori, yes, um, owner of the uh, Peninsula uh, Hotel chain and purveyor of the the Quail, you know, motorsports gathering. It is a story of uh, his family, and it is called. It's a story of his family and uh, the Sassoons, which you may also recognize that last name uh, from fashion and uh, hair care products. It's called the uh, the Last Kings of Shanghai, and it, like I said, it has a somewhat tenuous automotive relation, but it it tracks these two families and basically gives you a, uh, a history of China through their involvement in uh, trade through Shanghai ends with uh, Sir Michael Kadori at the very, very end of it, and rather a circuitous path path to get to him and his ownership of the Peninsula Hotels. Um, but a fascinating book. It's it's interesting to see it to you know see a book that leads you up and gives you the background on a person that you know that all the background you didn't know. You know, going back centuries essentially. Yeah, incredible. Um, so that's incredible. that's a very interesting one. Incredible yeah. stories by Jonathan Kaufman, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that entire deal is just fascinating. I mean, it's yeah, like I like I said, not. Uh, yeah, not not very tenuously car related, but I was walking through the library one day and saw that and saw the name Kadori and went, oh, man, I've got to read this. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially relating to the quail, which is a, a wonderful, uh, wonderful event. I've been fortunate enough to attend. Well, since the beginning, actually. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. You know, I'm a bit of an enabler here. Which is a cool deal because that means I've got an open checkbook just for you. I'm going to provide you with any vehicle in the world, whatever you'd like, park it in your garage. You can take it for a drive or take it to Concorde Lemons. And you can take anybody with you, including somebody from the past who's no longer with us, which opens up a world of opportunities for interesting conversation. What does the ultimate drive look like for a guy like you? You know, I'd probably say and. You know, there's there's a lot of folks that I'd love to have in the driver's seat or the passenger seat with me. But honestly, it'd be my dad. Mm. We did so many dumb things together with, you know, motor motorized around motorized conveyances. 
Um, and he really, you know, instilled in me the passion. I have a great picture of us together when I was three years old sitting in a drag boat. And Whoa. it's one that he had, you know, just purchased. He, my earliest memories are from a drag boat race. And I have a helmet on. And I remember seeing this picture forever in the family albums and finally asking him one day, I said, you know, great picture, but why do I have a helmet? He's like, Oh, safety first. I'm like, I was three. <laughs> I was He's three. like, yeah, well, you love the drag boat. I'm like, in a drag oh my boat. God, that, you know, that'd be, you know, child, child yeah, abuse. One of the today, most dangerous right? rides in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's really where my, my love for all things motorized came from. Uh, I was fortunate enough to, you know, spend a lot of time with my dad racing and, you know, having a good time. And I got something that not a lot of people get is I became friends with my father, right? It's one thing to, you know, have a relation, but we were, we honestly liked hanging out with each other. And if we could go drive any car, I would drive my 65 Mustang that I still have that he bought new when I was born to pull that he, he bought a 65 Mustang with a four speed and a trailer hitch to tow his brand new drag boat so he could take his drag boat and his new son, you know, infant son to the drag boat races. Wow. I still have that car today. I, I love it. So we would drive that. And if we were doing anything, we'd, we'd go to a race. We, you know, we'd go, you know, tow some screwed up car or boat or <laughs> motorcycle out to a race and go have fun doing it. Yeah. That would be my ultimate drive. What a wonderful thought. Uh, that's absolutely spectacular. You've taken us on a fun ride, and he knew we'd have a wonderful conversation. And again, a big shout-out. Thank you to our mutual friend, Tim Sutterd, who I know you rope into the Concord Elements events, and then he extends that out to all sorts of people. And again, I'm, I'm thankful, but sorry I can't help this year, perhaps next year. Uh, but Tim, thank you very much. Before I let you go today, though, Alan, could you share some parting words of wisdom or advice with our listeners? Well, I think it's I think it's that it's basically what lemons is all about is not to take yourself so seriously, right? You know, a lot of people get caught up in the car world of, Oh, I've got to have this fancy car or that fancy car, or gee, look, I spent this much money on it. You know, there's, there's experiences to be had with, you know, that would, that aren't about the car. It's about the fun, yes. right? You know, get, get a couple of your friends together and go on a drive and do something fun along the way. Even if it, you're taking minivans or your daily driver, you know, doesn't matter. Go on a drive, go see some stuff, do something stupid on the way, you know, <laughs> stop and jump in a lake, yeah. right? And then go have lunch someplace and come back, right? It doesn't even have to be a multi-day tour that costs tens of thousands of dollars that you have to have a multi-million dollar car to go on. Get out and enjoy and have fun, create memories that, you know, we're, we're car people. So involve the cars that makes it fun, right? Yeah. Or motorcycles or boats, whatever, whatever it is you're into. That's, you know, you'll, you'll remember that, that, uh, that, you know, 67 beetle you had way back in college. But what's going to make that story good is, oh, gee, I remember the time we stuffed 12 of us together in it and went to a concert and back and broke down <laughs> on the way. It's not about the car. It's about the stuff you do and the, the friends you do it with. So that's that would be my parting thing is don't get so caught up in the in the material end of it and, you know, make some experiences around based around it. Well said. Also important. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, that's the way to think. I, I love that concept. How can people learn more about Concord de Lemons so they can attend if they're lucky enough to go to uh, Pebble Beach Car Week or some of the other many events you participate at? 
Um, they can go to concordelemons.com, C-O-N-C-O-U-R-S, the letter D, the nordlemons.com. Um, we have our schedule there. Uh, we have uh, videos and stories from, from past events. Um, we are also on YouTube, so you can see some videos from uh, past events there. And we'd love to have you out to an event. Uh, like I said, it's free. If you have a car you want to register, that's fine as well. There's links at the on the website on how to do that. And come and be ready to have fun. You know, set yourself up for a good time, and we'll do our part and make sure that uh, there's some laughs. And I'll tell the same jokes I tell every year, and people forget <laughs> they heard them last year and laugh anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a fun time. <laughs> well, I'll bring you a book my daughter bought me for Father's Day this year. It's uh, the Book of Bad Dad Jokes. So uh, you can glean some information from that. Every time I talk to her, I tell her one of my dad jokes. And she goes, yeah, Dad, I've heard that one before outstanding yeah <laughs> yes. oh i could i could use that absolutely all right sounds <laughs> like fun well alan thank you for taking a pit stop with us and sharing concord de lemons or if you want to be fancy with your little pinky up lemon and uh having a, a glass of lemonade with me here today uh can't wait to see you until we talk again i'll see you at the concord de lemons Thanks a bunch, Mark. Uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Hope everyone uh, enjoyed it. And uh, I would love to see you out at the events and uh, come have a good time with us. What is not to enjoy about a bunch of lemons? My goodness. Love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Did you know that Cars yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Lipson, the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States. That's right. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars Yeah! has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars Yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique in very personal way, well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyad.com or through the website at carsyad.com today to learn more. Cars yeah! has teamed up with TechForce Foundation, one of our charities of choice, to help young people who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands pursue careers as professional technicians. From auto, collision, and restoration techs to motorcycle boats, race cars, and aviation, TechForce covers the gamut of technician opportunities. Technical education and the skills trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn how you can help to power the technical workforce at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.